welcome to our podcast today. I'm Lavender. I'm Sage. And I'm Stardust. Today, I researched two crystals for us to learn about. So, you ready to hear them or? No, no. No, oh, thank okay. you. All right, <laughs> let's, let's find another topic. Um... <laughs> All right. So the first one I have is red jasper. And here we go. It's the term jasper comes from the Greek word. I had to look this up because I did not know how to say it. <laughs> e- I can't, still can't say it. Iospis. Iospis. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, guys. Um, it means spotted stone, though. <laughs> Just everybody knows. All right. Um, jasper stones are opaque chal- chalcedony stone that comes in a variety of colors. Um, it's part of the quartz family. In all forms, jasper is considered to be a powerful healing stone that has been used all over the world. Jasper is often revered as sacred in many cultures throughout time. Red jasper healing powers were first described in the 1600s, but legends about the stone date back thousands of years. So I got curious and I started looking up some of the different things about it. Um, so I'm going to go into that now. Red jasper is a stone known for strength and courage and is often associated with the warrior spirit. In Norse legend, the magic sword of Siegfried, the dragon slayer, was inlaid with a red jasper stone that gave him strength to slay the dragon. Red jasper is also a powerful protection stone. Egyptians associated the stone with the goddess Isis, who had powers of magic, healing, and protection. They often would carve red jasper into amulets for their dead to protect them on their journey through the afterlife. They also use the stone to help boost fertility. Um, Red jasper helps pregnant women and their families to brave and do everything possible to keep the mother and babies safe. I did not know that. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I find that interesting too. I I actually picked up one of my red jasper and you said fertility and I just dropped it. So you'll probably hear a little click click. Like, no, I don't want that. Oh no, we don't need that one. (laughs) What? Hold on. I don't want to touch this anymore. I heard what was going on in the background before we started this with Sage and fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm already knee deep and in the home stretch. Like, no, thank you. (laughs) So red Jasper can be used to help you with dream recall and analysis. Um, It'll help you to put your dreams into a practical light and help give you a better understanding on how to use that. Use the meaning of the dream to improve your waking life. Red jasper is associated with the sacral and root chakra and is said to activate the kundalini. (laughs) Yeah, kundalini. 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 I thought I said it right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think so. Which can in turn raise our vibration and help us to ascend to our higher selves. I have got to get a red jasper next to my bed because I have dreamt about Johnny Depp on multiple occasions lately. And I just need to know, like, <laughs> what's that mean? What that we can make that practical, right? <laughs> and that's not a lie. Like, I woke up today and I'm like having dreams about him, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not know what's going on. Never, know. I've never dreamt of a celebrity in my life. That's funny. Not quite like that. That is um, funny. It's also a wonderful grounding stone. Um, due to its connection with those chakras and the earth element. Red jasper is a, is great for discipline and focus. 
It's great for anyone who has a hard time completing tasks or getting distracted easily. This stone encourages us to stay inspired and excited about what we're doing, as well as help us get the task done. This makes the stone great for long-term tasks and things that bore us. I feel like it's a great stone for people with ADHD. I feel like like, it's a great stone for every wife to give their husband. Maybe I need one. Yes. (laughs) Keep them on track and on task. Red Jasper is also a great stone to help give you the warrior spirit, which will help you stay committed to exercising and nurturing your physical body, as well as giving you the courage to face obstacles. This makes it a great stone to wear when recovering from injury or illness, or if you're trying to aid in weight loss. So you're trying to get into like some sort of routine. It's good to wear Red Jasper and use Red Jasper. Um, So just a few more things about Red Jasper that I'm going to go into. Like I said before, it's uh, related to the sacral and root chakra and the element Earth. In numerology, it's a six, and it is associated with the zodiac signs Taurus and Leo and the planet Mars. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't think it was going to be uh, Leo, to be honest with you. I thought for sure it was definitely going to be Taurus because of it being an Earth element, but Leo kind of surprised me. But I thought then I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, warrior, fire. That makes sense. I was going to say <laughs> the thing that got me was that they associated it with numerology i didn't know that there were um correlations in that aspect yes so So that's news to me yes some of the crystals i was finding um that i was looking up i was finding that they had numerology associations too so i thought that was kind of cool i was like that's neat some of them i found some of the gods and goddesses i tried to look up the gods and goddesses for um for this stone for red jasper but the only one i found was isis that was the one that kept coming up so hmm. i know there has to be more somewhere it's just i was the one that just kept coming up every time i was looking so yeah. if you can find any everybody you can let me know <laughs> now i have used um red jasper before um i've used it as a protection stone so i've worn it in in conjunction with my uh black obsidian um and my tourmalines so <laughs> I think it it helps. It makes me feel safe. So I liked it. (laughs) Y'all hear that? And and not only that, but um, it's also uh, like, it's not super expensive, which is nice. It's something that if you like go on Amazon and you buy like a two pound bulk, you know, box of crystals, you're going to get plenty of it. So um, that's something that's nice for people who don't always have all the funds if they want something like that. So that's really cool. What are the cheaper crystals? I have a question. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, when I go to the beach a lot, especially this one particular beach that we go to, we collect a lot of stones, the ones that we find really interesting or the ones that speak to us or my child just fills his pockets. A lot of the times when I go onto like rock identifier, it, a lot of it is Japs, Jasper. Now, oh. is it from our region? Is it like everywhere? Is it? I was finding that it was uh, it was pretty much everywhere. Um, um, okay. uh, it's very common, and it's common in a lot of different colors. So it's not just red. Like you'll have brown, you'll have some other like leopard skin Jasper, and you'll mm-hmm. have some that are like the bursiated Jaspers and. Yeah. You'll have different ones, striped ones, and all these different kinds, but they're all still jasper. Now, the one I was focusing on was red jasper itself. There are yeah. like different uses for the other jaspers, also. Okay, um, but that that is found almost everywhere around the world, though. 
yes, you'll find Jasper a lot of places. It's, it's one of the quartz family crystals. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's opaque. Usually, you don't have like any like you can't see through it. So like it's like it's yeah. solid. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like real red Jasper will have um, like banding in it that looks like white or gray. Okay. Because um, I was going to ask you, how do you identify between that and say, I don't know, a carnaline or whatever it is? Or So if you find a red Jasper that's solid, it's opaque, you can't see through it like that, that, yeah. Okay. Okay. So like the solid red jaspers that don't have any type of line or any type of other color in it but like a white or a gray they're going to be more of your child i can never say this word child child don't i can never say that word right it's not it's jasper but not jasper like it's not the red jasper I got you. It's a different type of crystal. You know what I mean? So, I, it like mimics it all goes down to like their compounds and like what they're made of. That's the problem too. Is that you have to look into that also? Mm-hmm. Okay. It just but usually carnelian. It's it's you can kind of see through a little bit of carnelian. Like it's not as opaque as jasper is. I got you. Okay. And it's got more of like a orangey fluorescenty type. Yeah, carnelian's more. Carnelian's like a little brighter. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> no problem. I do have one more crystal, and I like this one. This one was really cool. This one, I um, I looked up and I was like, "Huh, I did not know this." So I did uh, lapis lazuli, and I did that because honestly, I I'll tell you, I wear a lapis lazuli ring all the time. I love uh, it. It's yeah. it's always on my left hand. I actually wear it in place of my engagement ring and my wedding band now. So it's always on my left hand. So lapis lazuli is a metamorphic rock prized since antiquity for its vibrant blue color. Lapis is vibrant blue lazurite mineral that may also contain white calcite, sodalite, and pyrite. So it's not going to be a solid blue, like I said before. (laughs) Yeah, and I did not, I had no idea that it was pyrite that gave it that gold flecking, like. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm going to actually get into that and how it got its name and stuff, too, so that's going to be really cool. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So throughout history, lapis has been used as a semi-precious gemstone in jewelry carvings, sculptures, pigments, and ornamental decor. This was a favorite stone of ancient Egyptians. They used it for amulets and ornaments such as for the scarabs. So when they would carve their scarabs, they were usually carved in lapis lazuli um, because of their vibrant blue color. Lapis was also... I know, right? That's what I said. I was like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Um... Lapis was also used in ancient Mesopotamia for seals and in jewelry. So they would use it to seal, like, things. <laughs> I don't know how to kind of to describe it. Oh. <laughs> like seals, like your seals. So they would melt it? Yes, you actually would use it for pigment. Interesting. I'm going to get into that because we're going to hear about that now. In Europe, at the end of the Middle Ages, lapis was ground into a fine powder and made into ultramarine, which was used, which was the finest and most expensive of the blue pigments. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yep. And this pigment was used for central figures um, in paintings, especially for the Virgin Mary. Um, Lapis is the Latin word for stone. And lazuli comes from the medieval Latin word lazulum, 
that has roots to the Persian word. This is I had to look this up because I didn't know how to say it. Lajavard, meaning sky or heaven. That's a beautiful word. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it means sky or heaven. Now, this is where I wanted to get into where the gold flecks are. So that when I was looking it up and they were talking about how it got its name, it got its name stone from the sky or stone from heaven. And that was due to its look of the looks like the sky, like the dark yeah. blue with the gold flecks. It looks like it had sun's golden rays in this stone. So they would call it the stone of the sky or stone of heaven. Um, in old Jewish tradition, the stone was a symbol of success due to its resemblance of the heavens sprinkled with gold from the glittering sun. In early Christian tradition, lapis was regarded as the stone for the Virgin Mary. Lapis lazuli is known as the stone of wisdom and is connected to our third eye. Its connection to the third eye will help you connect to your inner wisdom and your intuition. Also, it'll assist in you reaching out to the spirit world for insight and clarity. Use this stone in meditation to help open your third eye and release any blockages there. The stone is also known to awaken psychic abilities. Lapis is associated with your third chakra also, so it'll help you with better communication. It is known to help you speak your truth and make the words flow easier. This will all give you a boost in confidence and clarity. Lapis lazuli also has some physical, mental, and emotional healing properties. Just a disclaimer, we are not doctors. We are not medical professionals. The information we provide is not to be used to treat any medical conditions. Always seek professional help for any medical or mental issues. Or any diagnosis like that. I can't do anything for you guys, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, that being said. There is there is an appropriate place for man medicine and spiritual medicine. Exactly. Everything has its correct place and yes so that being said lapis is said to help alleviate symptoms of depression and insomnia also it is said to help lower your blood pressure and reduce anxiety it'll also help boost your immune system soothe inflammation fight respiratory and nervous system issues and help you with their thyroid so balancing your thyroid some ways you can use lapis in your practice is wearing it as an amulet, placing it on an Egyptian altar, use it during meditation, obviously, like I said before, um, and you can also use it on spell bags or spell jars for sleep. Um, I, like I said, personally, I wear a ring regularly with the lapis lazuli in it. Uh, the zodiac sign association for lapis lazuli is a Sagittarius. Um, but it's also good for Taurus, Libra, and Capricorn. The planet association is Saturn, and it is, represents the element water. I did find the god and goddess associations for this one. Um, it is associated with the Egyptian goddess Ma'at, Ma Ma or Anuit, or Newt, Newt, I think that's how you say it, Newt. Um, Roman goddess Venus, and Greek goddesses Athena and Hera. And that is all I have, guys. Did you mean to do Sagittarius and Leo? No, I didn't. But I, it's a little quinky dink, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to, but it's a quinky dink. <laughs> well, then I, and it's funny, too, because she mentioned Taurus a lot, and I have a Taurus moon. That's funny. 
And when you said that the Leo stone, you were surprised that it was um, associated with Leo, you would have seen more Taurus than anything. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm both of those. <laughs> like, that, that works for me. <laughs> I love that. That is really cool. And one thing that I like to do with lapis is if I feel like I have a blockage or something like that, um, I will put, I will lay down and do meditation if you're capable of doing that without falling asleep. Um, And I will put it right on top of my third eye and it'll help. It helps to kind of alleviate any kind of cloudiness or uncertainty that you're getting if you're not getting direct messages like you used to. Yep, exactly. I like I'd have to move it. It's in my living room right now. I have one. I might have to move it to my bedroom where I do my meditations at. Mm-hmm. It's a tower. Yeah. I don't think I could balance a tower on my head. I don't <laughs> suggest it because you might take an eye out. Um... <laughs> lay it down. and lay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I do have a, a flat one. It's like a worry stone style. So it like works. It goes right there on my forehead. So Perfect. Um, and luckily, I have a friend that brings me crystals all the time. So I'm sure I, I'm pretty sure I'm also staring at a raw lapis. And um, don't look behind you here. It's you. I know. It's you. <laughs> I can't help it. I have to bring you guys gifts. <laughs> well, you don't have to, though. That's the funny thing. And you know, she's this but one's telling me the other day. She goes, I already know what I'm getting you for your birthday. and It's going to be awesome. I said, you know what you're going to do for my birthday? You're going to pay a bill. You're going to say happy birthday to me, and you're going to pay one of your own bills. <laughs> she said, well, that's not any fun. I said, yeah, well, it's okay. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love lapis. That was one of the first stones that I was actually ever attracted to. Um, one of the first ones that I bought myself, mm. like, even before. It's a very pretty stone. And that's why, like, I I like my ring. Now, my ring, it actually looks like it's just solid blue until you look really closely. And then you can see the gold flecks, like, around the edges. And I was like, oh, there they are. I was like, because I said to myself, I was like, is this real lapis? And then I was looking at it a little bit closer. I'm like, nope, it is. It's got gold flecking all through it. (laughs) I didn't see it. Yeah, some of them will just have, like, the white stripes and it can throw you off. Because it's it's funny because I will constantly mix up sometimes soda light can be pretty dark too and have those white stripes in it. It doesn't necessarily have to have the gold fleck in order to be lapis, but sometimes I'll have a hard time identifying um, Mm -hmm. if those gold flecks aren't present in the piece that I'm looking at. Yeah. It throws you off. But I really appreciate you going over that because there was a lot of things that I didn't know that they were good for. Like me personally, I'll look <laughs> stones up and stuff and I'll be attracted to them. And I'll remember just the one thing that they're good for because that's mm. the one thing I was looking for. Yeah, And you forget that they have like so many more properties than just the one thing. Like especially with Jasper, I had no idea that it had protective properties. Mm-hmm. I knew it was good for grounding. But other than that, like. Yeah, I guess I've used Jasper before in my my crystal cage um i think actually i wore it when i went to my parents house because of the thing that's in their house um oh right yeah so i'll, I'll wear the protection stones a lot <laughs> when i go in there all which of makes them. sense yes take all of the protection crystals <laughs> get like a fanny pack you know yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna say after that if you squeeze them on your bra she would like like 
the rock noises, like them clanking, <laughs> like she would clank when she walks. <laughs> you just have to know when to just get the fanny pack or something. Mm-hmm. I-, I can imagine you putting them in your bra. You go to hug your mom or your dad and they would get stabbed by jacket rocks. <laughs> stabbed by a-, a Jasper Tower or... <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for doing that research. That was really, really cool to learn. Thank you. No problem. I'm going to plan on doing more crystals um, sporadically throughout. So I'll find some more and get back to you guys on some others. Yes. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining us today. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Lavender Sage and Stardust, or you can email us at lavendersageandstardust.outlook.com. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Ciao.